You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. Praise God. As you see that, open your Bible at Colossians chapter 1. How many of you were here this morning? Can I just see your hand? Now, if you were not able to make it, I'd strongly encourage you to go and hear the message because make a point to be here the next time I speak, which is in two weeks' time, uh, in the morning session. We are busy talking about operating in the kingdom of God, the way the kingdom operates. And we're talking about living in the fourth dimension. And I introduced the concept of the fourth dimension. Some people are, what does that mean? It's not something spooky or weird. You already know it as the spiritual realm. But if I say spiritual realm, someone's going to just zone out, you know, well, that's the realm of the spirit, hallelujah. But you understand that if we're living in this world that we're in, if, if someone doesn't know Christ, we're not born again, you're only limited to your natural understanding. Uh, you know, one plus one is? Didn't take a lot of brains to figure that out. I think people may still be counting. But there's a certain amount of natural knowledge you know. And you can measure the distance between here and there. You can measure the time to get from here to there. You can, you know, there's certain things that govern this world. Thank God there are laws that govern the spiritual realm, uh, the the natural realm. Otherwise, we would be struggling. There's certain things you can take for granted. You can get in an airplane and believe you'll safely get there. Because as long as all the laws are are obeyed, it's going to be safe. And so... You don't have to wonder if an airplane is going to take off. There are laws that govern that. So the same way, the realm of the spirit has laws that govern it. But those laws are, those laws are above the natural laws. That's why we say supernatural. Super is above. So there are laws that are above the natural law. So there are times that God needs to get something done. And in order to do it, he's not limited to the natural laws. He can bypass the natural law. And in bypassing the natural law tells me there are higher laws that govern this natural law. So the natural laws left to their own will work in a certain way. But if the supernatural requires something that the natural law gets in the way of, God has a way of getting around that. He just bypasses the natural laws. And that's what we're talking about. In other words, the three-dimensional world is there's a fourth dimension that governs this three-dimensional world. And we having a look at what does it mean? How do we walk in that? Because you have access to it. And very often when we, when we are limited, it's because we've, we've got stuck into three-dimensional thinking. I can only run so fast. I can only expect this. The doctor said, and you know, every other person that got this has died. Well, those are the natural laws. If you, if you were left your natural law, well, then start, you know, signing up and getting your affairs sorted out. You're out of here. No, but there are supernatural law that says you are already healed. You're already healed. Amen. And we read the scripture. I just want to refer to it before we carry on this morning. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. Paul says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and... So there's more than natural understanding. In spiritual understanding. Spiritual understanding. So obviously you have access beyond your natural understanding. And so he's praying that you will have insight with spiritual understanding. But notice it's the knowledge of his will. 
Because God's will is what determines what you receive in your life. But we can never receive anything beyond our knowing His will. See, I didn't know we could call on His healing until someone taught it to me. I heard from my pastor and they, he taught the word that you, that you can call on the healing of God. Why? By Jesus' stripes, you've been healed. And if you are healed, then it's yours. Well, then what am I feeling in my body? Those are natural symptoms that are trying to talk you out of the healing that's already yours. But in the realm of the Spirit, when God looks at you, He calls you the body of Christ. The body. I said the body. Now, can you imagine Jesus walking with sickness in His body? That's beyond anybody's. No, no, absolutely not. You know that He is totally healed. He's always well and healthy. Yet on the cross, he took sickness and disease. The Bible says he bore every sickness and disease, including your sin. He also took by his wounds, you were healed. You were healed. Words past tense. So if you were healed, then you are healed. Hallelujah. So in order to tap into that, I have to know the will of God. But that goes again, as I keep saying, beyond the natural understanding. There is a spiritual understanding. And Paul is praying that we can access into the spiritual understanding. And then in verse 10, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to His glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. That light is the spirit realm. That's that fourth dimension. Now you already have inherited that and you can be a partaker of it. You have access to it. That's why it says in verse 13, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the, kingdom of the son of his love. Say this, I have been taken out of a system of darkness and I've been conveyed transferred into a new system. This new system is governed by God. What's that system? The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. So with that insight, with that understanding, let's have a look here at Mark chapter 5. Because I want you to have that governed. I want that to have it ready for you. Because here's the thing. Anytime you fear. Anytime you're worried. Anytime you're anxious. Anytime. If you've ever experienced fear, if you've ever experienced panic, worry, it's because I put myself there. I'm not saying you, just you. I'm going to use you because I want you to think about it. Because it's all of us, me included. Anytime. You've panicked, worried, or in fear. I can tell you, you thought with 3D thinking. You were thinking just naturally. Because in the natural, there was no solution. In the natural, it looked hopeless. 
we're trapped in a fleshly thinking, natural thinking. What's going to happen tomorrow? Time. What happens if the bank empties? Physics, physical, natural. Are you getting me? There's only a thousand rand, less two thousand rand. I'm now minus a thousand. See, that, that's all natural thinking. So we panic. Anytime you've ever freaked out, worried, panic, fear, it's because you are trapped in natural thinking. Someone who's thinking at a spiritual understanding, 4D thinking, four dimensional, a fourth dimension. If you are thinking above the natural realm, you notice Jesus never panicked. Jesus never stressed. Your friend Lazarus is sick. The sickness is not unto death. And the man died. He said, the sickness is not unto death. And the man died. So did Jesus say, oh, well, I was, you know, these things happen. You know, I was hoping. I, I, you know, I just, I put it out there because... No, he says, take me to the tomb. Why? This happens. If you're crying, if you're worried, if you were been dead three days, if you were here, he would have lived. Do you believe in the resurrection? Yes, one day we were all right. No, 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 no. See, you're still thinking one day, time. Jesus walks up and says, roll away the stone. <laughs> Jesus, he stinks. See, now you're thinking 3D. Flesh, three days, rotten. But Jesus said to the Father, you heard me when I spoke. I'm, I'm standing on that. That, that hasn't changed. Have I, have I changed my confession yet? No. So someone says, well, well then why did he weep? Jesus wept. Now, if you look at everything else, he knew Lazarus was coming out. Isn't that right? So why would he weep? The Bible doesn't tell us. But I put it to you. It's more a concern for what these people, can, can they not see what's happening here? Family of God, it's really something that touches me as a, as a teacher of the word is how many people after 30 years of preaching the word, teaching the word, and constantly speaking, it's 35, 30, 30, 30, 30. Okay, I'm going to do my, see, natural sums and math. I'm, I'm already thinking 4D. <laughs> but uh, in, after teaching the word for 30 years, and then somebody, you know, goes and says something or does something that is contrary to the word, it's just like Jesus when he looks, how long more? You know, I, gather, I, I long to gather you up as a hen gathers her chicks, but, you know, yeah, I keep teaching. How, how much more must I say? And, but you understand, those were people that were locked into 3D thinking, but he did say, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit, and when he comes, he's going to reveal this inner working to you. Hallelujah. And so there Jesus says, roll away the stone. And when they roll away the stone, he says, Lazarus, come out. 
Now, I put it to you, he had to say Lazarus, otherwise all the graves would have burst open. But <laughs> we have to identify who's coming out now. But you notice what the Bible says? He appeared in the door. See, sometimes we read, if you're thinking just, oh, it's the Bible and just reading a Bible story, think, now, how does that, how does he appear in the door? Because he's wrapped up, because Jesus said, loose him, let him go. Isn't that right? He, he was bound. They, they used to wrap him up like mummies. So he's lying on the, on, the, on the stone floor as a mummy. Everything's wrapped tight. And then Jesus says, come forth. He's not limited to natural. Because, I mean, if you think come forth, you're going to try and get to the door now because Jesus is calling me. But the Bible says he appeared in the door. Now you've got to put away 3D normal limited thinking. Because there he's on the stone. Jesus says, come forth. He's in the doorway. That power that hit him on the basis of his spoken word. You're getting this. So we're talking about this. If, if you can see and understand and be open to the fact that you can govern this natural world on the basis of you seeing it and believing it. You can take what God has said. You can seize it. In a moment, take everything that He's promised you. You'll never worry again. You get some news, you immediately go for the supernatural. I'm, I'm gonna call it. You, I know the doctor just said, but I'm gonna call it. I know my bank manager just said, but I'm going to call it. I know my boss just told me, but I'm going to call it. I just got bad news, but I'm going to call it. Then where's the worry? Someone cannot be in faith and worry at the same time. They don't coexist. Now, these things you have to renew your mind to, and it's going to take some time to renew because the natural has been, you've been so trained. We are trained in the natural from day one, which is normal because we didn't know any better. So now your brain automatically goes to the natural. That's why Jesus had to say, do not worry, because that's the automatic response. But if he... He's, he promised to clothe me, to feed me, to look after me, always protect me. Then where's the worry? That's why I said, do not worry. He didn't say, try not to worry. Tough it out. You know, think positively. He said, do not worry. How can he do that? How, how can you say that, Jesus? Because if you're thinking on the basis that if you take, choose the kingdom of God and you follow after him, his righteousness, these things will be added to you. The system's designed to get it to you. Hallelujah. I can put it to you in the natural and you immediately get it. Let's say... Uh, let, let me see, how many of you still owe some money maybe on a, on a house bond or a car or your clothing account or, you know, clothing accounts and, and your credit card? 
Imagine someone phoned you now and said, what's the total of your debt? And then you, and you tell them. They said, I, I've just been, it's just, it's just something I want to do today. I, I want to pay it off. I, I want to I settle your, your debt, okay? Can, can you just send me your bank account? Now, are you going to go to bed Still worried? Even if tomorrow they send a final demand letter, are you going to get that? And you go, ah, oh, slow money. Are you going to be worried? No, you just got to, you might need to take a day or two to get the account to the person. They may take a day or two and there's business day. You know, they put the, the payment through. They may even say, I've sent it through, but it's not in your account. That's fine. It's just going to take two or three business, depending bank to bank. Come on, isn't that right? Even if someone phone up with the, with a the letter, yeah. there's final demand. Yeah. You don't pay this, we're going to come repossess you. Oh, don't worry, someone's paying it. That's, that's in the natural. That's if a man told you that. You're going to believe that man's word. And yet men can lie. God is not a man that he would lie. So if he ever given you a promise... Why are you worried? Yeah, but I still feel this in my body. Do you believe you healed? Cash the check. You're getting a hold of this? So I had to say that because I want to prep you so that you get to a place. It's going to take some time because that worry may come up. You're going to have to say, hang on, I'm done with 3D thinking. I'm thinking supernatural. I'm thinking the above. Amen. Mark chapter 5, there was verse 25. A certain woman had a flow of blood for how long? 12 years. That's time, isn't it? You, that's, you can count the years. Natural thinking. She had suffered many things from many physicians. Why? They tried to heal her in the natural. She spent all that she had. Natural. Her bank account's empty now. And was no better, but rather grew worse. Family, you try and solve natural problems with natural reasoning, you're always going to come short. You cannot solve spiritual problems with three-dimensional thinking. Verse 27. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment for she said if only I may touch his clothes I shall be made well now that does not make any sense in the natural where has cloth ever healed somebody we all wear clothes all the time so no one should ever get sick because we're all wearing clothes. So she said, if I can touch his clothes, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made well. Immediately, everybody say immediately. The fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body she was healed of the affliction. We went from 12 years of pursuing healing, nothing happened. When she changed her thinking immediately, 
What couldn't be done in 12 years was done in an instant. Am you ready for some immediately? And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched you? Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing that she had, what had happened to her, came and fell down before him, told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, read it. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Now, I don't have time to go through it again tonight, but just recently, I showed us from whole list of scriptures, not once did Jesus ever say, I've healed you. And yet he is the healer. But every time he said, your faith, according to your faith, let it be done. Your faith has made you well. Your faith healed you. Why? It was already accessible. It was already in him. It was in him. I said it was in him. It was in him. But he personally wasn't even involved. He carried it. It came out of him. That anointing, we won't keep using the word it. It's the Holy Spirit. The anointing is a person. It's the power that flowed out of him was that healing power of the anointing, the, the Holy Spirit. So obviously it was in him, but he said, you accessed it. In other words, that same healing was available to everybody else. The, the disciples said, who touched you? Why would they say that? When he said, who touched me? They said, the whole crowd was around you. What is they saying? Everybody's touching you. Because people have this idea that, you know, Jesus went, be healed, 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 be healed. Like, just, no, it wasn't like he was, you know, it was just there. No, the same power was available, but someone could touch him and nothing happened. In fact, when he went to his own hometown, he even there wanting to pray for them could do no mighty work. Didn't say he didn't, he couldn't. And it says clearly why, because of their unbelief. Their unbelief. So in other words, the way to access, it's already available. It's there in Jesus. Was she could see it. She saw it ahead of time. And because she could see it, she could seize it. She could take it. Now, how did she know? She heard. See, the hearing changed her perception. Up to that point, she tried all the natural ways. Everybody, they might have said, I know a good doctor. She went there. Then that didn't work. Well, you, maybe it's not the doctor. Maybe you need to come see this, this witch doctor. You know, no, that didn't work. No, maybe if you come see this, this. And no, there's someone down there in this country that can help you. No, no, that doesn't happen. Maybe if you go over there to this other. And, and she, she tried everything. She tried everything. Because she was working in the natural. But then when she heard people describing with this man, it's outside of the natural. And all I have to do is get close to him. 
I can just go and take it. Why? Because she, she, in her hearing, in her seeing, she was convinced. She said, when? If I can just get him, that, that was the limit for her. If I can touch his garment. Notice she said, if I touch him, I will be made well. She didn't say, if I touch him, let's see if I can get better. This is, wasn't one more try. This wasn't one more doctor. This wasn't one more hospital visit. This was, I'm taking it today. If, my only limitation is get to him. If I can just get to him and grab his garment, I will, I will, I will, I will. And Jesus did not correct her. He didn't say you should have checked if it's the Lord's will first. Maybe God's trying to teach you a lesson. Have you learned the 12 years? Have you, let me hear if you've learned first. No. Why? Because she was already healed based on the promise of the cross. That cross paid for the healing. Well, it hasn't even yet happened. Yet in the realm of the spirit, outside of the three-dimensional world, before the foundation of the world. In other words, before the... 3D environment was created. In the realm of the fourth dimension, it was already considered Jesus crucified. He was crucified before the foundation of the world. That's why Isaiah said, by his stripes you were healed. Why? Because he saw into the fourth dimension. In the realm of God, he already saw everybody healed. Even though the actual physical cross hadn't happened yet. So this woman was calling on what was going to still happen in the future. But you see in the fourth dimension, time is removed. Amen. How many of you believe that if you take out a 30-year mortgage and you pay the payment the way the bank tells you to every single month, how many of you believe that in 30 years it will be paid off? Of course. I mean, it stands to reason. That's why they... If, if you, I'm not, I'm not talking about you keep drawing from it the whole time. <laughs> I'm talking about you stay consistent with the payment. So there is an end date. Yes? That's the natural. How about reaching to that end date and bringing it? You can call it immediate. Because she heard. I don't have to wait another day. Today, there's my healing in the crowd. I just got to get to him. The good news is you don't have to press through to Jesus anymore. You born again. He is dwelling right there in you, right here in your spirit. Say, lift your hand and say, I'm born again. The anointing, the very healing power of God dwells within my body. So you've got to change the way we think. What does the Bible say about faith? Hebrews 11 verse 1. Faith is the? Faith is the? The what? See, we need building blocks. Something's got to happen in the realm of the natural. But for it to happen in the realm of the natural, it begins in the fourth dimension. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence Faith is the of the evidence of. See, so you may not see it yet. You may not see it 
yet, but it is yours. See, faith sees it before it sees it. But if you seize it, you can seize it. You're writing that down? Faith sees it before you seize it. But if you seize it, you can seize it. See, you've got to see beyond the three dimensions. You've got to see beyond your bank account. You've got to see beyond the limitations of your salary. See, if we're basing our life on the salary we get every month, then you're going to live at the limit of that salary. But if you stop seeing the salary as your limitation, as that what you have to work for and get and then try and pay the bills, you can, this, this system, this world system will drive you into the ground. And the de devil has set it up that he can overwork you and keep you trapped in the 3D world. Because as long as he gets you back to that grindstone on Monday and just keeps you trapped, you will work for his system for the rest of your life. But the day you realize that anything you've got out of your labor is a seed into the fourth dimension, you now break out of the limitations of an eight-hour day. Even in the natural, you look at these multi-millionaires, billionaires. You cannot work hard enough to create that kind of money. They've gone way beyond work. They don't even work anymore. Someone said, you know, these, you, you name a name of a billionaire. I'm not going to name a name. Yeah, now. But they say if they dropped a thousand dollars, it costs them more money to go back and fetch it. Because their bank account's going interest, $10,000, $10,000, $10,000, $10,000. What's a thousand dollars? It's like you dropped 10 cents. You're not going to go back for 10 cents. Because little, 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 10 cents goes down the, down the drain. You're going, oh, no, my 10 cents. That's 10 cents. When you start thinking outside of the natural realm, what is $1,000? You, you need rent this month? Yeah, let me yeah, go pay. Are you with me? Why? I'm, I'm not worried about my rent. I'm, God's taking care of me. He's looking after me. How are you ready to come up to that kind of level? You see, you've got to see it before you seize it. But if you seize it, you can seize it. Faith is the substance. It's, it's the hearing of that word. It's the ability to understand that if God has spoken something, I'm going to believe it. And by believing it, I know I've received it. Say that. By believing it, I have received it. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believed and therefore... I believed and therefore, I believed and therefore, we also believe and therefore. Isn't that what she did? She saw beyond the limitation of doctors. She heard about Jesus. She must have believed it because she spoke. And on the basis of speaking, when Jesus heard, what did you tell me what you did? 
No, I heard about you. Yeah, and? And I said, if I touch you, I'll be healed. Woman, your faith. Your faith. You heard, you believed, you spoke. That's why Jesus said in Mark 11, Mark 11, 22, Jesus answered and said, have faith in God. Have? Now, what's he responding to? Where'd that statement come from? They just saw Jesus speak to a tree and then were shocked that the tree listened. If you, if you read the way it's written, Jesus answered the tree. He went to go see if there were figs. And when he saw there were no figs, he answered the tree. You only answer someone if they've spoken. So in the realm of the natural tree speaking, and then you speak to a tree and it listens. You see, that's three-dimensional thinking. We're going to get beyond that nervousness. Jesus went to a tree. It said, no figs. And he said, really? No one eat fruit from you ever again. And then the disciples heard him. It was, he didn't whisper. He wasn't nervous. He was demonstrating four-dimensional living. He spoke boldly and he spoke loudly. No one eat fruit from you ever again. Family, when are you going to start speaking to your body? When are you going to start speaking to your bank account? When are you going to speak to that debt, that mortgage bond and tell it, that's it, you're done. I'm not doing with debt anymore. I'm commanding you to dry up at the root. That lump in the body, you, you don't belong here. Get out. That, that is from the enemy. You leave my body now. That pain that you wake up with every morning, say, no, Jesus bore this pain. That's the last day I wake with this pain. Leave my body. Speak it. And I'm going, I believe by Jesus, I'm all pain. I believe I'm healed. I believe I'm healed. No, let's not worry. There's no tears. You have to speak like you believe it's listening. Because it is. Jesus said, this is how faith works. For assuredly I say to you, whoever speaks, says to the mountain, be removed, be cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have Whatever he says. That's not some new age guru teaching that. It's not some Christian scientist teaching that. It's not some, you know, so many people try and discount the scripture based on teaching the word of faith. And they say, well, as that comes from the mystics and all that kind of thing. This is Jesus speaking. Your Savior. But I want you to notice the wording. Whoever speaks to this mountain, command it to be removed. Don't doubt in his heart, but believes, but believes, but believes the things he says will be done. 
have to get to a place where you believe that if you've spoken, it will be done. It's settling that. It has to be settled with, within you. It has to be, you have to be so convinced. It's not something you try. It's not something you're testing. You believe it. And Jesus said, this is how faith works. Faith in God. Why? He designed the system. He set it up this way. One can kind of wonder how, if I say something, why would that change what's happening in my life? See, that's three-dimensional thinking. Because in three-dimensional thinking, when you speak, it's just sound waves getting to an ear. But when you think four-dimensionally, that sound goes into the realm of the Spirit. And the realm of the Spirit responds and puts pressure on the natural realm. And that causes the natural realm to do things that normally wouldn't happen. That's how God designed it. Amen. Praise God. How many of you Bible students, let me see, where are all Bible students? Have you, have you heard the testimony of Apostle Theo? And in the book he mentions he was with me. How many of you were there when he went to a restaurant? And he wanted crayfish. And then he spoke. Now I'm a disciple. Disciple means you listen and you learn. I, I, I'm tracked my pastor all the time. He, he can just be talking about whatever and I'm still tracking. I'm listening for the lesson in there somewhere. So I learned. And then one day we went out. And this time Janine and I went with Prophet Ed. And it was the same restaurant. And... I also like crayfish terminal. So I ordered it. Vrachis. They said the same thing. And they said, no, sorry, there's no crayfish. And I remembered. I saw my apostle. And I learned. And I believed this myself. I said, you know what? You go back to the kitchen now. Is a chest freezer. I want you to open it up. And in that chest freezer, if you look in the back right corner, there is a ice cream tub. Okay, Lift that ice cream tub. And underneath it, you will find my crayfish. And he looked at me like some of you looking at me now. See, he's in 3D thinking. So I said, well... Let's see. He went off and he came back and he's like, I said, you have a chest reader? Yeah. And then he lifted up and in there was the exact ice cream tub. He says, this is ice cream tub there. And I lifted and there was the crayfish. He's like, do you have inside information? I said, yes, so I do. Now, 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 here's a good question. Did I see in the realm of the Spirit something that was there and was able to tell Him? Or when I spoke, did it create it? A or B? 
You know what the answer is? I don't care. I got the answer. Are you getting me? Sometimes it's word of knowledge, other times it's creative. But I don't have to figure it out. The kingdom of God is if a man sows a seed, he goes to sleep by night, he rises by day. He himself does not know how, but the word you've spoke is working to bring the result. Come on, you got to get a hold of this. See, we're too busy trying to work. Yeah, but really, do you really think it works when you... You see, get out of, get out of 3D limitations. Don't let your brain get in the way. And then Janine the other day, she also decided. She saw it was a pair of shoes, sneakers. She wanted a pair of sneakers. Tackies for those that are really smart tackies, you know, bling tacky. But the same thing, she, she wanted something, she ordered and they said there's none, nowhere in the country, nowhere. And she gave them an instruction, said go and... So I went into the store and a girl that actually comes to our church, Kelly, she was there. So I said, Kelly, I'm looking for this pair of sneakers. And it's a size seven, the black pair. She said, there's none in the whole of the Western Cape. So I walked around the store and I thought, okay, let me, let me see if there's something else. There was nothing else. So I said to her, no, Katie, no. I'm going to pray and you're going to pray because she comes to our church. And you're going to phone and you're going to find me a pair. So I left my number with her and I walked out the store and I forgot about it because I knew she was going to find me back. Half an hour later, she found the sneakers. One pair in Paul, in the branch in Paul, and I got them within that week, and I wore them at celebration. <laughs> now you see, Jesus said, you Pharisees and you scribes don't enter the kingdom of God, and you stop others. See, there are people thinking, why would God do that for a pair of sneakers? He doesn't. Don't worry about what you eat, what you drink, what you're going to wear. These things will be. God's interested in the smallest of things. It's not, it's not about being. Are you with me? You don't. This works for the smallest thing and it works for the day. The doctor says you have a disease and you've got three months to live. You can do the same thing. Stand up and say, no, I am speaking. Any cancer tries to come near me. You leave my body now and believe it's gone. But just the same way, you don't start gym and then go do a 160 kilogram deadlift. If you've never done any lifting, you start with the bar. <laughs> 20 kilos. And you make sure you get your form right, but you lift every day and then you put more weight on and then you add more and then you add more. And in doing that, you develop to the capacity. Same way with faith, family of God. Don't wait till you get the bad news. Begin today and say, live tomorrow, look tomorrow, tomorrow, Monday, now, tomorrow. I'm not tomorrow, no, tomorrow, now, from now on. Look for moments, things that when they say no, you say, hang on. Yes. 
start putting in it. Yeah, but I don't know if God really wants to do that. It's not about that. It's about knowing that I can arrange the world according to His plan and purpose. God gives you the desire of your heart. He supplies your every need. Don't worry about what you're going to eat, drink or wear. You decree. That's the area of faith. Don't let anything worry you ever again. If you find a spark of panic, a spark of worry, that's when you slam it down. Say, hang on, why am I worried? Because that might not happen. All right, I speak to that now. You will be as I decree it. What you're doing, you're working, you're working, you're working that faith muscle, you're working, you're working, you're working. Because you're getting your mind renewed to think outside of this natural limitation and take on the realm of the Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 I said, Hallelujah. So you make the choice. Someone can live in the 3D realm and be limited and argue with everything and, and discount it all and pull out all kind of theology rules and things like that and still get to heaven. God bless you. I'll see you there. We will all get there. I'm talking about living now. Today. Thief came to steal, to kill, destroy. I came that you may have life and have that life more abundantly. Can you give Jesus praise? Come on, let's stand to our feet. Hallelujah. You know you can fix your marriage immediately. Oh, if only he would change. If only he would. I don't know why. He, I don't know how come he. Why does he always. Why does he, that's, the, that's the reason why. Both ways. Oh, that woman that I married, you know. Did you love her when you married her? People change. I married you, but you've changed. Yeah, so have you, sucker. No, 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 don't say much. Did I call any names? No, that was. Thank you, Jesus. I just get so fed up with how stupid people can be. I don't say they're stupid, they act stupid. That can be fixed. The day you make a decision. People do change. But what do you want your marriage to be? Speak to that person. See, God addressed the king he saw in David, not the shepherd boy. And what happened? The king emerged. Address your spouse the way you want them. The spouse you see. Not what you see, what you see. And cease what you see by saying it. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Can you see yourself as the CEO? Start talking like a CEO. Hallelujah. See, Janine and I, when we were trusting for our children, we spoke as pregnant people. I was just as pregnant as Janine was. She carried it physically, but I was pregnant in the realm of the spirit and spoke our babies into the natural. Why? Because we could see them in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. 